everybody. <laughs> oh, man. We yes. are back after a long break. We're back. Yes, yes. It's Angie. And Renee. And we are here to talk about it. And tonight we have the dynamic duo, doctor and doctor, <laughs> Dr. Joseph Gray III and Dr. Carmen Gray, the one. <laughs> <laughs> you and that. <laughs> he is the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we are truly excited um, to have them here. So, yes, we are. Um, so tonight, um, we're going to talk about the year of transition. Um, I saw that you all posted the year of transition, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, Angie and I were talking. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight, the year of transition. And just, you know, help us out. What what did God say to you concerning this year and how to transition? Let's dive right in. Sure thing. Well, first of all, that intro is lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I wanted us to start, but I didn't want that to end at the same time. <laughs> but, um, and thank you guys for having us. We are um, delighted to be on and to be on again. Um, I always say it's like a, a preaching engagement. It's good to be invited, but it's even better to be invited back. Yeah, you must have done something right. So thank you, thank you for that. And we're um, honored to have the both of you because the last time oh, was Angie out. was here and Renee was out. So now we have the best of both worlds. So we're yeah. we're excited about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh with with the year of transition, it's interesting you asked that because um a couple of weeks ago I was letting the church in on a little behind the scenes between God and I. And um, basically, um, it was it was a little earlier on. I'm, I'm always listening out toward the end of the year of what direction he wants us to go, what word he may give. And he gave um, the word, one word, you know, transition. Wow. And so honestly, I'm like, for real? You know, I, I wasn't a big fan of that. You know, I'm like, okay, so that's kind of weird, you know. Um, or so I thought. Uh, and so I just kind of sat on it for a while. I shared it with Dr. Carmen. And um, one thing about my wife, you know, she she's not like Job's wife. Like she's not going to tell me, you know, no matter what, you know, curse God and die vibes. She always is on God's side. And so <laughs> it reminds me, I was, you know, our anniversary, I was in the middle of a series or really at the end. And um, normally we're not there. And so our anniversary fell on like the last week of the series. And I'm like, you know, coming to her saying, I, I, I kind of feel like I'm supposed to go and finish it off. And she was supposed to tell me, no, it's our anniversary. She's like, yeah, you probably should. So mm -hmm. same thing happened with this, you know, transition. She's like, well, hey, that's, that's what God said. Of course, I was always going with it. But. Right. You know, at that point, that was just that confirmation that, hey, it's no use in sitting on it. It's no use in trying to overthink it. You just have to go with God. And so that's what I decided to do and, and decided to be um, more open in, in prayer concerning it and things. And um, as I shared with the church um, to this moment, I don't know all that it means, but I do know that it's bigger um, than uh, what we may think. And I also know that as God continues to reveal to me, I'm just going to share with them. And so that's what we've been doing so far. The first thing um, that he revealed to me is that no matter what transition looks like um, within our church, within our lives personally, within the kingdom or the world, because I do believe that it's bigger, um, you know, than uh, like, like I said, then we think no matter what transition uh, looks like for us, the number one thing he told me to let everybody know, starting with me, is to have no fear. Amen. Remember that no matter what kind of changes take place in this season, no matter what type of challenges that we all must face individually or collectively, the first thing that we must do is take a deep breath 
and remember who God is and who God always will be. God is literally the same yesterday, today, and forever. It doesn't matter, you know, what season we're in. It doesn't matter what it is that we face globally, nationally, things, you know, that will that will scare us in the natural. Um, you know, have no fear because God is always with us. And so the good news that he had me to share about 2023 is that he's already been here. And so we're just, we're at the top of 2023, but God, uh, before the foundation of the world, before we were formed in our mother's womb, he's already known what 2023 is going to look like. And with that being said, he's already given us every ounce of provision that we need to sustain everything that we need, not only to survive, but to thrive even in times of transition. And so that's the gist of the message, at least as it stands right now, is uh, to have no fear because no matter what it looks like, God is going to be right by our side. Wow. Wow. <laughs> no, that's a very much um, needed word. Have no fear. Yeah. Because we know that transition is not always going to be pretty. Exactly. It can be ugly. And it can hurt. Yeah. You know, there's going to be some things that you're going to have to let go of, that you're going to have to get ripped from. Um, and some things that might be added that might seem a little heavy mm -hmm. or just like, you know, takes a while to get adjusted. Yeah. So that no fear. Yeah. That's a word right there. Yeah. And then also one thing it's definitely going to do no matter uh, on what level it's going to take us outside of some type of comfort zone. Amen. And that can be the scariest thing because we as human beings innately love comfort. You know, we love the comfort of our homes, our space, mm -hmm. our friend groups, our loved ones. And anything outside of what we consider comfort is scary. Yeah. And so um, we do have to step outside of our comfort zones, as you're saying. And God is saying, hey, it, it, it's scary, but I am, you know, the comforter. I've sent the Holy Spirit to comfort you in times like this. And so advice would be, um, if you are not a believer, um, you need to get to know Jesus. And if you are a believer, then you need to tap in like never before. Now's not the time to let up um, with your prayer time. Now is not the time you know, to let up regarding devotion and time in the word and even time just to sit still and see what God might be saying to your spirit um, because you need the paracletos, the comforter, the Holy Spirit now more than you ever have. Amen. Amen. So what do you, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I know we know what church they're from, but did we remind all the people from what church they're, they're from? We are from the Word of Prayer Cultural Center in Largo, Maryland. Um, right off of 202, come and visit us, come see us. We would love to have you in the place. Yes, indeed. And so I'm the pastor and this is the first lady and uh, our bishop is Dr. Joseph E. Gray Jr. And um, and so we honor him and uh, yeah, we, we love our church. Yes, yes. Yeah. Angie, put the church information in the chat for people um, if you can. Um, so I have a question. How can you help someone um, who may be in transition, but that fear is there because they may say, I don't know if this is God or myself. Um, what would you tell them? I think um, the biggest thing to remember about transition is that it's only for a period of time. If you look it up in the, uh, you know, in the dictionary, you find a, even a secular definition of transition. The first word is going to be something about process, and then it's going to be something about a period of time. Yeah. So I think, and um, as Pastor Joe has been preaching through his series, that one of the biggest pullaways from it is that you are going to go through it. Transition is not something that is stops in the middle. Transition is a process that goes all the way through. And so I think that's one of the biggest encouragements to anybody going through a season of transition that no matter how hard it gets, no matter what may come, no matter what may go, you are going through this thing. It, you won't always, we don't live 
forever and always in a season of transition. So I think that's one of the biggest things to encourage somebody is to know that literally trouble and transition don't last always. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I would add to that. Um, that is perfect because sometimes, you know, when you're stuck in or you feel like you're stuck in something, you just think that this is forever, you know, you can't see past it. So that is perfect to be reminded of that. The other thing that I would be, um, you know, advising somebody toward if they're in that position where they're trying to figure out, like, is this God, is um, that God always gives us a gift called peace, you know, when it's him. And so, again, that does not mean that we won't have fears regarding whatever we're transitioning to. But um, lately, I've been talking about sitting down and kind of drawing stuff out. And so it's like, so maybe I should draw out the things that I'm unsettled about. What are they? Are they connected to maybe as Angie was saying, things that I have to leave behind, Mm -hmm. you know, because if so, that comes with it, you know what I'm saying? Are they connected to things that I'm comfortable about, you know, and then we may begin to see that the things that I don't have peace about are not the things that um, are God things. These are things that are literally just, you know, fears Mm -hmm. that are present even in transition, but God is going to give you a piece about what he's beckoning you toward. Amen. 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 Go ahead, Angie. (laughs) I'm just here for it. (laughs) Wow. And I feel like that's something that people need to know, that there's a peace um, when God is involved. Um, what advice would you give someone who's in transition? And I, the, for me, I find transition, the hardest part is the middle. Mm-hmm. And some people tend, when they get right there in the middle, they go back. Yeah. So what would you say to somebody that's right there in the middle and they're like, I'm just, it's just too hard. Like, I'm getting ready to go back. Mm-hmm. How would you help them to go forward instead of going back? Mm-hmm. I would say, um, don't quit. And instead of looking at um, how much you still have in front of you, take a moment to look at how much you have behind you because you'll say, wow, I've come a long way. And so um, literally, if you're in the middle, then that means if you keep going a day or so or even another hour, then you're closer to the end than you are to the beginning. So it's no sense in, in turning back now. Wow. When you were saying that, that reminded me how um, even with our children, right, people will, will see them and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, they've grown so much. But because we see them every day, we can see a little bit growth here and there or even like when we're losing weight. Right. We're losing it, not gaining it. We're losing it. <laughs> but we don't always. We don't always see it. Um, if somebody else will come and be like, oh, my gosh, look at you. You know, things have changed and blah, blah, blah. But because we're in it, mm-hmm. we don't always see it. Yeah. Sometimes we don't get to feel it or enjoy it so much because we're anxious or fearful or, you know what I'm saying, or doing the work. So mm-hmm. we don't really get to see the fruit yeah. of it. Yep. Until, you know. Yep. That was a great analogy because that brings into play something else that's connected with transition. And that's making sure that you have the right people around you during it. Mm. Um, Because Mm -hmm. you just gave a perfect example, because sometimes it does take somebody to say, hey, you know what I'm saying? I can really see it. I can see the growth. I can see, you know, the the loss, the weight loss, whatever. Um, And you need to make sure you have that type of person who's encouraging you and not the person like, yeah, I don't know if I was you, I probably like, you know, right. so that's very, that's very important because we know, you know, that faith comes by hearing. And yeah. so what are we hearing? Um, not only, you know, from God, but from uh, the people around us who right. should be echoing the voice of God, Amen. especially in times of transition. So if you have people around you, who don't sound like God in this Come season, on. Come on. then we might have to 
um, make some changes um, right. because we're in a pivotal time and we don't like we literally don't have time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And I think that's one of the hardest things for people to realize when it's time to let somebody go. Um, because I know for me, I tend to, oh, this is my friend. We've been friends for 20 years, but I'm at the point now where I can see um, during transition that everybody can't go because they can't see the same thing that you see. Mm -hmm. And that will, I don't know, for me, I feel like that's a hindrance for a lot of people like what you were saying, mm -hmm. because it's like, if I say, oh my gosh, like, do you see the tree across the street? And they keep saying, oh, I don't see it. What do you see? Like, I don't see it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it is best to kind of just walk off to yourself or be by yourself and let God lead you in all. That's what the Bible says. Let him lead and guide you in all your ways. Um, and that's something we have to do. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that can be difficult, you know, especially depending on um, our, our temperament types and things like that. Um, a lot of times that can be difficult, but it is important. And it's important to know that it can be done in love also, yeah. because we don't want to mix it up with um, some of the things of the culture um, in regards to, you know, cutting people off, and, you know, right. this and the other, you know, you don't have to write. One of my uh, favorite movies is The Little Rascals, and um, you don't have to write an alfalfa letter to them. You know, I, I hate your stinking <laughs> guts. You know, we don't have to go there. Like, you know, we don't have to go there. Sometimes it's a matter of just um, kindly adjusting proximity mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and sometimes that is just for a season because they may, you know, for lack of better terms, grow, um, and, and catch up with you, you know, in some ways, or maybe surpass you in future seasons. But, um, I'm, you know, I'm always careful about, uh, you know, the, the cutoff spirit. Um, sometimes it's literally just that you've placed somebody improperly and you can love them from, um, a slightly, you know, uh, increased distance than you have before. Um, and sometimes, you know, they're not the problem. The proximity is the problem. Amen. That's like when you're setting up the chessboard and you're putting them in the wrong place. You're putting the pieces in the wrong spaces. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Angie? Well... <laughs> Somebody said not alfalfa. Alfalfa. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote that alfalfa. You know, that, that was one of yeah, I love that part too. I, See, too. I hate you. Stinking guts. guts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh my goodness. That was really, really good. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> so I want to ask. Um, this is to Dr. Carmen Gray. So we know that yes, Pastor Joe, he is the he's the pastor of the house, and he gets the word right from God. And then you are there. How do you, I guess, being supportive of the transition? Like, what can you give to spouses, period, or for friends? You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a um, a wife thing, but just like with your friends, when they're going through their different transitions or they're hearing different things from God, mm -hmm. partnership. I think um, there are a few parts to that. I think the first piece is in the relationship with the person and especially if they are a person of God, which we would hope that that's our inner circle, right? Mm -hmm. um, so in speaking of with Pastor Joe, I trust the God in him. Amen. And so if he's hearing something for the church, for our family, for mm -hmm. him personally, and he heard it from God, I trust that he heard God. Amen. And then in that same vein, if there is a moment, say, if something sounds a little interesting, I haven't had that case with him. <laughs> Okay. At this point, but you know, friends and things will come and they'll say things, and it's like, okay, right. um, <laughs> I can't say that you didn't hear from God, 
Right. But in your own, um, in your prayer time, in whatever it may be, you seek God and, you know, say, okay, how can I support them in this? Amen. If I feel in my spirit that they might be on the right track, but maybe they're taking the wrong path with this thing, right. then my prayer will be, Lord, speak clearly to them or give me what you desire for them to help lead them in the way that they shall go. Um, I think also in the season of transition in support and pastor has talked about this before. Sometimes people don't need solutions. Amen. They just need comfort. They need your presence. And so in those moments, as people are going through transition, we don't always have to give them solutions. Sometimes they just need support. And so we can see God on how we can be what that person needs in this season. Perhaps it is rough in this, you know, portion of transition. Maybe they just need somebody to come watch the kids for a second. Maybe that's a way to support them. Maybe they need a day you all go out and get ice cream, whatever it may be, um, and how you can support that person through it. So um, it's not like a cookie cutter thing of, oh, this is exactly what you do. But you seek God um, for your peace in it. And most importantly, um, in especially in partnership situations, to trust the God that's in that person. Amen. I love it. I absolutely love it. That that was good. Mm-hmm. We had we had a similar conversation. I think like actually last night, where I was saying sometimes people don't want you don't have to talk. Mm-hmm. Some people just need a hug. Some yes. people just need your presence. Yeah. Just lock eyes with them. Yeah, that's it. And that that's a such a big thing because I think we live in such a society that gives this pressure of you got to have people's answers. Right. It's like mm-hmm. I I don't. Right. I don't have all the answers. Right. I may have suggestions, but I don't have all the answers. And when we can relieve ourselves of that pressure and just right. say, okay, Lord, you be their solution. I'll mm-hmm. be their support. You know, mm-hmm. it, it definitely takes the pressure off of it for sure. Amen. That's good. That is good. Yes, yes. So. Yeah. Do we have any questions from anyone online? You are, we're getting a lot of uh, feedback here. <laughs> we sure are. They over here chatting away. <laughs> <laughs> as, they're, um, as they're giving any questions, I was going to say that that's a great um, response. And then the takeaway from that could be perhaps, you know, somebody in um, a season of transition, maybe ask them, how can I be of support to you during this time? Mm-hmm. You know, and they may not know because it may be all new to them. Um, but they know that they have your support. And in the event that they figure out what that looks like, then they know that you're a safe place to come to say, hey, you know, um, I thought about what you said and this is what I need. Because the worst thing to do is to be um, helpful, <laughs> you know, yeah. in an area that is is not needed. And so um, I think that that is such a way to extend love, you know, and, and grace and support to a person in transition by literally asking them how you could be of support to them. Amen. That's so true. Cause it is right. I mean, by nature, and I have to, I have to slow my roll quite often because by nature, I'm a fixer. I want it to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You come to me, I want it fixed. Yes. Right. But I have to remind myself that no, just be quiet. And yeah. if you want to help, ask, how can I help? Yeah. When somebody comes to you and they're, you know, they just want to get something off their chest. Did you want me to how you know, do you want me to respond to that mm-hmm. with a solution? Or is this just a, you know, did you just need to get it off your chest? Mm-hmm. And I learned that with my adult children mm-hmm. because I was still trying to be mommy. Gotcha. You know, I'm I'm learning learning that. right. I was trying to be mommy and they were like, I just wanted to share. I didn't, I, I got it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm learning. Right, right. Show some grace to your mama. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, that's important. I love that. Yeah, ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. How we can help. Yeah. Yeah. We have a question. <laughs> What if it is you going through the transition? How do you ask others for that support during that time? 
<laughs> wow. Um, that's a really good question. A really good question. I was just having a conversation with somebody just yesterday and it's so interesting because sometimes you know you need something, but there's a party of like, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Or, you know, I know they got stuff, their own stuff going. So I, I don't want to, you know. Um, so I, I think the first thing is, of course, finding your your inner circle people because mm -hmm. you don't just want to go around asking anybody. So right. that's the first thing. And then how do you ask others for that support? Be honest. Amen. Just be honest. Um, Amen. Let them know, you know, what it is. And hey, can you just, you know, send me a text on every Friday or whatever it is, just to check in with me, just to, you know, check, just check on me, see how I'm doing, if right. that's what you need. Or, um, even, you know, maybe it is a practical thing that they can do. Um, mm -hmm. Just be honest with it um, for whatever it is that you do need and, and be sure and be comfortable in knowing that everybody needs support. Everybody needs help. You are not alone and you're a brave person um, to be able to ask for that help. So. Amen. Yeah, Amen. that's good. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, pride can get in the way. Yes. Um, and so for some of us, um, we wouldn't dare, you know, ask anybody, even if we know we really need it. And so that means that we need to do a heart check regarding pride and we need to, um, you know, operate in humility um, because some of us really our approach toward that seems humble, but it's it's fake humble, like it's false humility. Mm -hmm. um, and so we want to be careful, you know, not to um, engage in that. And then for some of us, uh, you know, we may feel like we're being a burden or, you know, whatever, whatever. And those are real things. And some people may feel that way because of some experiences and things like that. Um, but I believe um, that if you're seeking God um, in a particular season, especially of transition, um, then you may find a different experience than you found before because you're in a different place and God is a provider. And so um, provision is going to include support and provision is not just uh, finances and things like that. But sometimes God's provision comes in the form of people and we have to be OK with that. And we have to um, know that you know, it's it's all for God's glory. You know, he's using them just like he uses you. And a lot of us uh, who may not be comfortable with receiving support, the funny thing is we're always giving it. And so it's like, what if all of the people that you support refused, you know, and didn't allow for you to do, you know, what, what you do? And so we have to allow for the shoe to be on the other foot or um, however you want to call it. We want to be careful to not um, shut anybody else down from perhaps what God is doing in them. And God may be calling them uh, to um, get out of their comfort zone and start supporting people. You just never know. So right. you play God and try to figure it out. Just be obedient in that moment and open up yourself to whatever he wants to do, including send you the support that you need. Amen. Amen. I love that. I absolutely love it because, yes, the people who are always giving advice are the ones that it's hard to ask for advice. Mm -hmm. Yes. Go figure. Mm -hmm. You can say, it's not fair. Let <laughs> people do their part, too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It is. But it is um, what you said, like to, you all said, to be honest. Um, you have your inner circle where you can be uh, vulnerable. Uh, because I'm so thankful that I do have the core group where I can be honest uh, because it's you're right. When you're always seen as the strong one, you're always seen as the, the one who has all the answers. It's like, well, can I really be vulnerable and say, you know, I need help? Like I'm I'm struggling. Um, so that that is that is very important um, yeah. to, to know when it is OK to say I need help. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And, and again, that is a pride thing at the end of the day, I definitely have to be reminded of that as a pastor um, that, hey, I, I need to make sure um, that I remember and also that I remind 
that I'm a human being. And, um, and really in following the example of Christ, um, his divinity is one thing, but his humanity is another. And he's not even able to be the savior that we know him to be if it were not for the humanity. You know, and scripture says that he was tempted on every hand. You know, um, the scripture says that we don't serve some high priests who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. And so uh, he was human and he was clear on that. And we need to be clear on our humanity. And and um, sometimes we got to remind other people um, that, hey, we are human. And um, if you remind yourself of that, I think that will help with saying, okay, if, if I'm human, it means it's okay for me to need help. <laughs> Pastor Joe, that is so good because we are taught that we have to be strong and we fear not. And I mean, like we get all these scriptures that are thrown at us, right? And then if we have, if I'm like, you know, I'm a little afraid. Oh, well then you don't know God. You can't be this. You know, we're taught that we're supposed to be so strong and that if we have those moments of humanness, those moments of fear or anxiety or weakness, then we must not be walking the right walk. And for a long time, that's why I wouldn't say anything. I ate it because I was like, you know, I'm supposed to be strong. This is so wrong. But I love how you put that, you know, where Jesus himself, God himself, he came in, in human form. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Take yep. it off. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, get pride out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, I'm glad we're having this talk because like what Angie was saying, I know for me, um, there are times like, you know, when I lost my family, I was so used to being strong. I didn't know how to grieve mm -hmm. because it was looked at and Angie was telling, she was like, are you, I'm like, I'm fine. Like I'm, and literally, you know, I did not know how to grieve because mm -hmm. like when you're so used to being strong, mm -hmm. Being weak is just, or, you know, being able to say, you know, this hurt, I did not know how to do that. Yeah. And we have people who are doing that. They've, they've just, they're so immune to being so strong that being weak or being human, like you said, is just, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Yep. That is, that's so true. I um, found myself um, dealing with that. Um, when I lost my grandmother at the top of 2021 mm -hmm. and um, I hadn't lost, I hadn't really experienced a loss of a close relative like that, you know, um, in a while. And so in my adult life, being able to, you know, as an adult, as a pastor, experience that grief, um, it made me even approach the way I handle funerals and home goings differently because, um, you know, um, hey, as believers, we're not wrong for crying. We're not wrong, you know, for grieving because we do know um, that, let's say, you know, we know that their soul is saved. We know they're in a better place and we know, you know, that they're not suffering anymore. We know that we'll see them again, period, space. I still have to acknowledge the fact that I'm grappling with their absence physically. Amen. I still need to acknowledge the fact, like for me, one of the big things was, uh, you know, I was excited to call her when four was born. And Amen. so when Caleb was born, I had this natural inclination um, to call her. And then I realized I couldn't. Moments right. like that are, are real, you know, yeah. and, and, and those moments need to be acknowledged. And, and so it's like, wow. You know, um, grief comes and goes. And a lot of times it's dependent on uh, situations that present itself. And yeah, I'm, I'm human. So it's OK. I'm human. I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a you know father, a husband, and I'm still grieving. And yeah. it's OK, you know, and um, just being reminded of that. Um, and like you said, you know, like you guys were saying, um, sometimes, you know, you get thrown these scriptures and you get, you know, this person you know, at the funeral who kind of is making you feel bad sometimes right. about grieving. And so you have to um, just, you know, be reminded that uh, it's okay, no matter if it's grief or some other, uh, you know, emotional struggle that human beings go through. It's okay. 
Um, it's just about how you go through it. Amen. You know, we all have battles as believers, but we fight our battles differently. That does not mean that we act like we don't have them. That just means that in acknowledging them, uh, we use the tools given by God, our father, to find victory in them. Victory is available to us. Victory belongs to us. There's victory in grief. There's victory in transition. And that's another word, you know, that God gave during that time when I was, you know, getting settled on that is that there's victory for the believer, you know, even in a global or national transition. And so again, we have no fear, um, even in acknowledging uh, you know, the things that we deal with as human beings, we know that in anything that we can name, any of us who are, are talking or anybody who's commenting, anything you can name, you can find victory in it because of Christ Jesus. Amen. Oh, my goodness. Amen. Amen. That was good. Man. Do y'all have any more questions? They over we're getting a whole bunch of amens and all <laughs> Do we have any more questions? Because we could be here all night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. These are literally like two of my favorite people. Oh, thank you. Thank you. you. Know, because they are filled with so much wisdom, but also with so much love. I was going to say that. You can yeah. feel it. And it's not, you know, it's not something, okay, the camera's on, click on. You can tell like it's genuine. No. Yeah. All the yeah. time, they're always the same. Yeah. No matter what's going on, they're always the same. And that is very much appreciated. Thank yeah. you so much. Glory yeah. to God. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, yeah. I don't know. Well, Renee, do you have anything else? Um, I feel like we've talked about everything else, but um, encourage us before we go. Uh, both of you, give us some encouraging words for to to move forward for the year. Wow, that's that's a loaded statement. Then mm-hmm. a question, loaded question. Um, I think I have to take it back to the top of the conversation in that God has already been here. Amen. He already knows what tomorrow looks like. He already knows what June looks like. He already knows what December looks like for us individually and collectively and to know that he's already been there. And not only has he been there, but he's right here all at the same time. Um, He's with you all the way through. Um, When we were talking earlier, I was thinking um, about how when we're in transition and we're right in that middle space, well, Y'all remember somebody who walked on water? Yes. And uh, yes. He, he started walking, right? And mm. then right there in the middle, he gave up. Amen. But the word of God says that Jesus reached out his arm and grabbed him. Amen. So he was within an arm's length away to getting to the promise. So I just want to encourage everybody that you don't know when it's going to end, but it's going to end. And you just don't know that your end of this hard space might be tomorrow. It Mm -hmm. might be within that arm's length away. And so just keep pushing through. Keep pushing through because it's not over until it's good. Come on. Keep going, keep pressing, and know that God is with you in every step. We love y'all. Love you, love you, love you. Thank you. I know, Pastor, uh, thank you from the beginning. I want to personally say thank you as well um, for allowing us this platform. And um, 2023 is going to be amazing. And as Pastor Joe said, we have the victory. In whatever it is, we have the victory now. It might not look like it. It might not feel like it, but we have the victory now. Amen. 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 I just want to remind you that um, God is a God of unlimited resources. And whatever it is that you stand in need of, I don't care if you see somebody else who got it. And it seems like God is, is, you know, he hasn't run out. Um, and when, when, when at the right time, at the perfect time, he's going to release to you 
exactly what you need, exactly what you may have been waiting on or crying out for. Um, he, he sees, he knows, and, um, and he's able, he's more than able to do it. And so literally don't um, give up on God. Uh, the scripture says that I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. And so God will take care of you no matter what lies are being fed to you, you know, from the mm-hmm. enemy by way of other human beings, by way of media and news, by way of even how you feel. Um, know that God will take care of you. He has not forgotten about you. Amen. You gotta do like the old mothers tell us and run on and see what the end is gonna be. Don't you quit before you see it. Don't you, you're gonna live to see it happen. You're gonna see it amongst the land of the living and your children uh, will be blessed because you didn't give up. Your grandchildren, your generations to come, they're gonna be blessed by your obedience. And so um, provision uh, literally rests in the place of obedience, just like with Abraham um, in Genesis. And as he went to sacrifice his son, Isaac, provision was waiting for him at Mount Moriah. And so whatever your Mount Moriah is, the journey to Mount Moriah is going to be scary. It's not going to make sense. It's going to seem contradictory, all of these things. But if you keep on journeying and if you get there, you'll find the ram caught by the thicket of his horns. And your ram in the bush because you quit on your journey to Mount Moriah. It's not easy, but keep going. It, it doesn't feel right, but but keep going because you have to run on and see what the end is going to be. It's going to be good. It has to be good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, not only that, but give him praise on the way, knowing that he's a God who can't fail. He's a God who can't lie. And so I don't even know where I'm going or what's going to be there when I get there, but I know that it's going to be good. So uh, that, that, that's what we're going to remind you of tonight. Listen, if I could get up and run, I sure would. <laughs> I'm over here, Kyle. I'm like, the microphone, don't <laughs> No. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. I, I don't even want to say anything, but tell us where people can find your church, when your services are, like Bible study, Sunday service. Let us know. Okay, sure thing. So we're located um, in Largo, Maryland. Uh, 1450 Mercantile Lane, uh, Suite 227 is our front door. And um, our services are at 9.30 a.m. Um, 9.30 a.m. is our worship experience. Uh, you can also find us uh, on um, all social media platforms, on Facebook, Word of Prayer Cultural Center, um, on Instagram, uh, Wopsy is what we call our church, W-O-P-C-C. Um, and then we're on YouTube and that's where we're streaming our live services from, but also they stay there. So if you wanted to check out anything, you can go to YouTube and look up Word of Prayer Cultural Center and you can catch up on um, the transition series that we're in. Um, we, we have four parts so far. And so um, we encourage you to do that. We encourage you to come and, and pay us a visit when you can. February is Spirit Month at the WAP. So um, <laughs> so we have a lot of fun things going on. Twin Day, Superhero Sunday, Jersey Day, and Old School <laughs> Sunday, all of that. So this is a good month, um, you know, to, to come and worship with us. But that's how you can find us. That's how you can find our church. Um, and then on social media, personally, I'm uh, Praisem at P-R-A-Z-H-M. And then Carmen is um, at So Blessed 4. Yes. Absolutely love it. Yes. And one more thing. Um, you all have a schooler. Did I hear right? Like you have a school or something? Yes. My niece or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We, do. We, um, we have the Word of Prayer Bible Institute. Um, we are an accredited institution. Um, so you are able to get a degree with us. We do now have a certificate program. So if you would like to be a part of the certificate program, that is also an option. Um, but we do offer degrees, um, associate's degree, bachelor's degree, master's degree. And somebody uh, you see here, maybe who's smiling really hard, um, is in our doctoral program. So um, <laughs> we definitely um, love our school. Um, you can check us out um, at Word of Prayer BI 
WOPBI.org. Um, I'm trying to give y'all the email address so y'all can <laughs> uh, registration starts soon. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so yes, that is that is our school. And um, we would love to have you be a part of that as well. Yes, yes. All things true, all things awesome. That's all I got to say. Yes. And I had the pleasure of attending the last graduation. And I was in there like, I said, like, no, you can't. I'm, I mean, I'm shaking. I'm like, yes. <laughs> the praises was going forth. And just not only the graduates, but just, you know, the singers. And it was just like, it was a blessing to be there. Um, you could feel the atmosphere. And um, I don't, y'all need to check it out. I think I'm going to go check it out. Um, yeah. So it's good to know, like, is, and is it for beginners or people? I don't really know the word, but like, yes, it's, it's for like, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, it's for everybody. So the associates program, which is where everybody starts, mm -hmm. is um, in biblical studies. Mm -hmm. And so we're it is um, literally we have uh, people in our class who consider themselves new Christians. We have pastors in our in mm -hmm. our class, you know, in that program. And so everybody is alongside each other and uh, we're going back to the basics. We're going back to, um, you know, the divisions of, of the Bible and Old Testament and New Testament and um, things that will be able to be understood on, on every and any level. So yes, um, uh, it's not for preachers. Like this is not yeah. a preacher school right, or, right. you know, anything like that. It's for believers who want to sharpen um, their, their, their Bible knowledge so that they can be better at whatever it is that God called them to. So they can, you know, be sharper in the word. Um, and uh, also if you matriculate to my favorite program, the master's program, then you're even going to be able to deal with people better. And, yes. to, and, you know, yourself and others is really going to just make your life better, um, you know, ministerially, occupationally, et cetera. So um, anyway, I could talk about WPVI, you know, <laughs> and especially that program all day. But to answer your question, it is for everybody. You don't have to be some Bible scholar or Bible whiz. All you have to do is want to know more about the Bible and you qualify to come on in. It is a school, so you do need to have your high school diploma or equivalent. Um, and um, yeah, uh, we can we can we can take it from there. <laughs> so someone asks for those with degrees already. Are they still starting at the associates level? OK, sure thing. Yeah. So it's an accelerated program. So each program is 10 months. And so um, that is another good question because we have people in the associates program who have master's degrees in their field. However, um, that does not mean that your field of study has covered what we're covering in the associates program. So trust me, um, you want to we, we have we have you know uh, pastors and and you know ministers and people who are saying, I'm so glad I started at the associates level. Um, yeah. And so if you, you know, if you acquire um, a, a, a doctor, a doctor degree somewhere else, it's probably going to take you four years. And so um, it's essentially the same thing here. If you're on the track uh, for that doctorate level, and if you go that way, um, mm -hmm. it's just that you get degrees along the way, you know, along your journey. So um, it's a 10 month accelerated program. And yes, everybody, um, everybody starts at that associate's level. Mm. You yep. want to. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think that it, even if you were able to skip to another class, mm -hmm. I think that you should start at the associate because you'll be able to, you get it. You get the basics and you get the foundation of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you can learn. I know you learn stuff at other, at other schools. But it ain't nothing like you have fun while you're learning. Yes, we yeah, we do. and that's the thing too. It's not some, you know, yeah. we're, we're we're not that it's our church and our school yeah. is heavily built upon what our bishop and chancellor has set the tone of um from the beginning of our ministry, which is love and family. You yeah. know, so whether you interact with our church or our school, you're gonna feel the family environment. And so we we definitely um, that's something that you'll feel even you can have fun and learn about God. Mm 
Exactly. You know, learning about yeah. God. There's no scripture that says learning about God has to be boring. Yeah. There's no scripture that says it has to be all, you know, stuck up. So right. if you're looking for that school, it's not. this is not the place for you. But not if you're looking for a place to really genuinely learn and, and have fun doing so, that's us. Yes, yes, yes. Yay. I'm glad we got to talk about church and transition and um, the school. Um, I appreciate you all coming on tonight. I know I was blessed. Yeah, um, I yeah truly blessed. Yes. Um, Angie, you can close us out in final words. Um, well, first, I would like to say that um, we are hopeful that you will be able to come back. I think we should have you back like mid-year so that we can see how this transition is going. Yeah. Right? We can get all those testimonies and all of that. Yeah. But um, again, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm just so grateful that you did say yes to come on and to be able to help us to come back strong. Yeah. You know, so... This was very much a very much needed conversation. Um, so thank you for that. I thank you everybody who watched on Facebook and on YouTube. I just pray that you will meet us here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Because we are back. Yes, yeah. we are. So come on back um, if you have any, um, any ideas on any shows that you may want to see. Um, hit us up. Let us know. Um, but whatever you do, make sure that uh, you keep God first in all that you do. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Thank you so much for being on the show. Again, thank you. That's a wrap for us tonight. I know it is. And uh, I, Renee was really enjoying this because she let us go 52 minutes. Usually <laughs> at minute 27, she'd be like, okay, bye. <laughs> Oh, what yeah, I'm up at four o'clock, so my day starts. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So All yeah, right. I enjoy myself. <laughs> Good to know. All right, y'all. So we love you, love you, love you. Yes, thank we'll you. See you all next Thursday, next Thursday, seven p.m. Facebook Live or YouTube. Go and subscribe to the channels. Peace out. Bye.